0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com.
2: KNC Masterpiece right here on one hundred five through The Fan. We're live at RJ Duke Sports in... McKinney.
3: I think I love Josh Young more than I ever did okay. before. Okay, let's
2: let's talk about that That's because amazing. we're in a card shop, and obviously we're going to talk a lot about the Cowboys today. We've got Stephen Jones <laughs> coming up at, t- at 12 o'clock. We're two days away from peace thon There's a lot to get to out here at 400 North Central Expressway in McKinney. $20 off any purchase over $150. $75 off any purchase over $500, and there's free goodie bags going around if you come in and say that you love the KNC masterpiece. Now that might be available anyway, but if you could say that that would really help out the cause. But since we're talking at the card shop, what in the hell did you just show me that jo- what is that?
1: So that came out of a heritage it's Tops Heritage. Josh Young, this is makes it really cool. He decided to draw on his own card. So, you know, they sent him, I don't he, know. Josh Young did that? Yes. So they sent him like 100 cards or so, if, uh, if I'm getting this on YouTube Shoot. and Twitch right now. is, He decided to draw himself with glasses on, a mustache, and then put Go Rangers 1 of 1 <laughs> and signed it. And he said, I'm so happy that, Somebody pulled this out of a pack, and he pretty much said there's more to come. So he had fun with some some of them. Yeah, he just signed Josh Young and turned them back into tops. Some of them he drew faces on himself or did certain things to then make it a very unique card. So it's really cool. So when you get it, it's not somebody did that to his card. Josh Young did that and turned it back into
3: tops. Uh, So you guys, does that make it? Does that make it more unique? Something oh, my you God. Want more yes, than Does yes, that make a
2: collector? Yes. Yeah. And I think you're going to see a huge surge for a card like that, not only because it's unique, but also like he wrote on it more, mm-hmm. you know, and it and it is a one of one. So yeah, he that, put
1: one of one himself. Go Rangers. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, with, the, with the mustache <laughs> and the glasses, by the way, real quick. I know this is not like a K104 right now, but I'm going to turn it into shout out time is. I just want to shout out A.D., who was at the Maverick game last night. Super pumped to see me. Obviously, his name is A.D. The Mavericks are no D. And uh, that <laughs> we'll, was really fun. We'll get to that, I promise. So, anyway, shout out to him. I promised him he was, he was very happy wearing a backwards Dallas hat. I'll give him
2: grace on that.
3: Let's go. Into, if we can fire off. I just got. No, I just got word. <laughs> I just got word from Flula. He will be joining us at two p.m. Oh, uh, on Wednesday. Two p.m. Peace Central. Thon. Two p.m. Central. Okay. C- I just want to. CST. Okay. German
2: time. Holy cow! So, so we
3: get Flula back for our tenth uh, annual Peaceathon. So Kevin. Flula will
2: be part of Peaceathon in two days. Derek Holland will be in studio with us all Peaceathon long on Wednesday, and I can tell you real quick. We have the most auction items we've ever had by a lot. It's going to be the best it's going to be price points for every single human what's your goal because i remember
1: last
3: $60,000 and more, what was it
1: last
2: year
3: $50,000 so that would be for Do you our, remember
1: we were like at 48,000 and he was furious he was
3: he was punching walls he i thought he was going to go home and cry no, I was,
1: and, and not celebrate thanksgiving i was disappointed
2: <laughs> in myself cuz i thought i could have worked harder to figure out a way to make it happen I, you were, but we got to $50,000 for
3: this year you've worked your tail off dude <laughs> and i really appreciate it i think it's no i, I want to Kevin a lot of credit for the work that he's done, and the, the connections that he made so much so that now he's like, let's create a chair, a board of chairman. Uh, and let's, yeah, let's we, have a board we are going to we are going to
2: create a board after this year, like a monopoly board. Yeah. Yeah. That's if exactly, that helps that's what you, I heard. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but, yes, we but will.
3: I'm, I'm uh, it's, it's just uh, it's he's done a lot of really good work. And Kevin or uh, Mike, the uh, we, if we raised 50,000 last year, this is our 10th annual. Let's raise ten thousand more. Yeah. Let's get ten thousand more in there, uh, and everything will be live tomorrow. Uh, and then uh, we'll have everything ready to rock on Wednesday at five thirty in the morning. Mike, you can show up at six if you want. I'll
1: try to show up at five thirty. <laughs> That's my goal. As long as you're know. singing when you show up, my uh, goal. Yeah. Is, is it going to be hollow Oates then, again this year? Oh, Hollow Oates is solid, <laughs> but I've been a little bit into. Uh, I watched a little documentary on Tom Petty, so that's kind of getting off topic. He looks like Steve Nash to me, by the way. I think Tom Petty and oh, Steve yeah, Nash
3: are, are similar. Always oh. thought that. Yeah, I, agree. Like,
1: I I think they're from, like, the same, like, I don't know. They're, they have to be, like, second cousins or something. Okay,
2: we'll look into that, I guess. I'm not entirely sure. Let's go to cut number 10, if we can, because I want to know, what's the bigger deal? Is it the Cowboys win yesterday, or is it this happening?
4: And I want you to know something. On December the 30th of 1923, you're going in the Dallas Cowboy. Yeah, ring of honor, Texas. Well, I hope it's 2023. I hope it's 2023.
0: Right. 20, <laughs> yeah, what did I say? 2023. Well, wow. it is 2023. Yeah. No, no, I mean, we want to get this real clear. Okay, <laughs> three weeks from now. <laughs>
2: Now originally he said 1923, (laughs) and obviously that is hilarious. Is and good for Jimmy for making that correction. Uh, What do you think? I'm not. I swear I'm not kidding. And some people might think this is a preposterous question. Do you think it's a bigger deal yesterday that the Cowboys won a football game, or that Jimmy Johnson is going into the Ring of Honor? I'd say Corey, the bigger deal is
1: that you're going Jimmy Johnson. That I never thought Jerry would do in his lifetime is going into the Ring of Honor. That being said, since the Cowboys won and won easily at the end, yeah, obviously at one point you're thinking, hey, it's 17 to 10, this is close, and then touchdown, interception, touchdown, you're like, okay. But even at win.
2: 17 10, I still wasn't I'm, like,
1: I'm the same way yeah. with you because my father texted me and he was like, hey, they could lose this game. I was like, I just don't think so. And then literally five to ten minutes later, it's a blowout. Is I do think it's a much bigger deal that Jimmy is going in the ring of honor because I never thought, and I think most Cowboy fans never thought it would happen as long as both of those guys were alive. Like maybe Jerry then puts him in after he dies or Jerry dies and the family, Steve and Charlotte and Jerry Jr. decide to put him in. But – I am shocked by it. Now, if the Cowboys would have lost, then the game would have been a much bigger story Fair. because it would have been like, what a huge upset. Can you believe the Cowboys lost to Arizona and Carolina? But since they blew him out, Corey, it becomes Jimmy is a much bigger story.
3: Oh, for sure. Um, and I, I, I did kind of want to look, Kevin, at the run sheet again. We're not talking about this necessarily any other time today, right? Uh, oh, correct. And, and so that, that's where it brings out the question of, you know, the conversation of why, like that whole, like, What is the real reason? We can ask
2: Stephen that. Is it because
3: the Rangers won the World Series uh, and then the Stars are doing their thing? I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is other than maybe. Maybe it was just the, hey, this is the year that we really need to get this thing done. Like uh, a lot of people have been asking about it. It's elevated and escalated so much that we need to. It's not just going to go away. People keep asking. So maybe that was the real purpose behind it. Whatever it is, I'm happy uh, that it that it did happen, uh, and excited to see what that celebration is going to look like on December 30th, uh, with Troy Aikman going to be there, and how many of the other players show up for this. I, I, that's what I think oh is really cool. Gosh. Because when I do the Cowboys Hour, I always yeah. I always enjoy. It feels like those dudes are in a fraternity. It yeah. really does. That. They became friends. They love each other still to this day because of everything that they did together. And so I want to see all those guys because I feel like there's going to be a lot of hugs and tears.
1: Well, I – they always invite back all of the living Ring of Honor members. So I'm assuming, obviously, all the people that played for Jimmy that are in the Ring of Honor are going to be back. But I think guys that, you know, we get to know a little bit here and there that are in the community a lot, a guy like Kenny Gant, uh, you know, Bill Bates. Yeah. Uh, kind of, and I'm not saying smaller people in Cowboys history, but the role players that were part of that dynasty, 92 through 95. And I know Jer- Jimmy wasn't on the 95 Wasn't the coach there. but In spirit. But most of those players in 95, those were Jimmy guys. They weren't Barry guys. So I could see a lot of those Cowboys coming out for that uh, ceremony. And it's just going to be so cool because for me – I'd fallen in love with the Cowboys before then. My first ever quarterback, not that I loved, but I really remember, was Danny White and Steve Paluer, So, yeah. I mean, that was – Yep. <laughs> and Danny was a, was not playing as well as he played before I really became football relevant. But when G- Jimmy and Jerry came in and they turned it into a championship franchise when I was in high school, I'm just so in love with that whole era of Dallas Cowboys football. Yeah. And so um, – It's going to be really cool because, like, if guys like random people who I really liked, James Washington, Brock Marion, like, if all of these guys come back and you just have, like, 50 or 60 of those guys that were on the 90s, Cowboys will be so
3: cool. I just want to add this element to it because it is the December 30th game, and that's against the Detroit Lions. Lions. The Detroit Lions were the last team to beat the Cowboys in the playoffs before they went on to start their Super Bowl runs, right? Is that? Oh the, yeah, ninety one. Am that's I right. correct yeah. on this one? Because yeah. I remember yeah. predicting to my dad, oh, I was like, the "Cowboys are winning it next huh. year." I don't know if that's if that has any element to it, yeah. but how awesome would it be? Because I do every time I listen to Jimmy Johnson talk about this Cowboys team and where they are now, as opposed to where they were in that window where they were really bad. He talks about it with a lot of pride. Like he's, he, he even says, there's a, there's a cut of him where he's like, look what the Cowboys were then and what they are right now. I am very proud of, of this. And, it, it, again, it goes back to the fraternity part of it. He's glad that he's kind of accepted back into it. He and Jerry do get along. Uh, in a in yeah. a respect of feeling like they're they brothers, they hated each other, but they also loved each other at the same time. And they by the way, I think
2: both of those feelings still prevail. Yeah,
3: and they accomplished a lot of great things together along the way, and they can be proud of those things together. How amazing would it be here late in the season? Jimmy gets up there and gives one of those kind of speeches uh, that really sends this Cowboys team into a different sh- a, a different category late in the season. They go right through the Commanders and they carry some of that other stuff. Seeing all those other players be around, knowing how great those guys were, and they carry that at late in the season into the postseason. I don't know if it's a reality, but that's my that's like my uh, Air Bud movie. Uh, pitch. I have, I have oh, heard yeah.
1: some people going, "Is this the curse that will be
2: broken from oh, the Cowboys?" Oh man. a million percent. I already wow. see people texting that in on the truckrack.com. Wow, text that line. would
3: be wild. That would be wild if that was if there's a real curse out there. I.
2: I guess I am not of that opinion. Like the Niners curse, yes. they've killed all the. No, kids. I'm not getting back into Definitely that with go. y'all. Is there are a lot of people who think that, and more power to them. And by goodness, I hope they're right. Yeah. I, I don't believe
3: that is what has held back the Dallas Cowboys. But do you believe hey. in curses?
2: Uh, oh, you don't
3: though. Because we've just we've discussed this, my Sports Illustrated, Sports Illustrated. Yeah, I don't curse. I don't
2: believe in sports curses, but I will tell you this. If somebody came up to me and said they were cursed because they accidentally woke up like an ancient mummy or something like that, I think I would help them on their quest.
3: I think I would be like, great, what do we need to do? By the way, the big the first rule, Mike, if you if we go out into the desert to go search for, uh, you know, some tomb or something like that, if we read the script together, we read it to ourselves. We don't, yeah, read, don't it out loud. read it out when loud. When you read it out loud, that's when everything wakes up. So that's the first rule. We'll always remember. Is that the movie
1: that. where the rock is a mummy or something? Is this what we're talking that,
3: about? Okay. Well, that might be Scorpion
2: King, which is part of that. But he does commit to that yeah, so at that, that is, that that is that is some point. That's true. Yeah,
3: you always read it to yourself. But first, I think that's And then we can so, agree. Yeah. Corey's right. That's many, <laughs> the many, poor man, many. Keanu movies. Reeves is in that movie, right? Brendan Fraser, you call yeah. him the poor man's Keanu Reeves.
1: Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah, always read
3: it to yourself first. But yeah, I, I really do. I am hopeful Jeez. that that is that that is the thing that kind of not not breaks a curse, but sends like the players see that they recognize it. They under they see true greatness and they go further with it. I don't know what Bochi, like what his conversations were with the guys, but they all the players on that team knew they were surrounded by greatness. When you have a Max Scherzer, Jacob deGrom, Bruce Bochy, all those people in that room working together for the same goal. That's just my hope for it. But it is nice to see two guys with this storyline that's been existing and hanging out there for so long looking like I, it's going to come to a close. Kevin,
1: I do think, and maybe this is we're out of time, but I do think this now opens up the door that Jerry can put Jerry in. And I do believe Jerry deserves to be in the ring of honor. But now that huh. J- he's putting Jimmy in, I do think that Jerry, who's arguably the greatest owner in sports history, that I do think now while Jerry's alive, and I know it would be kind of up to him or his family, and he might just say no, but like now that Jimmy's going in, I would just wonder if, if Jerry goes in here pretty soon too.
3: I, you know what? I think Jerry, because he, at this point right now, I think it's more about legacy for him and he wants to be able to put A.I. Jerry in. Like, uh, Kevin, I know you can.
2: By the way, on Wednesday at peace you can buy a package that will include a visit with A.I. Jerry. You might think I just made that up. I swear I did not. It will be available Wednesday at peace
1: <laughs> And you're happy right now because look at all the Dookies in here yeah, right this,
3: now. Yeah, this on.
1: Don't we call them? We're at R.J. Duke's Cards. Oh, okay. card. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I was mechanic. like what do you and mean so I by feel that? Like you call them, I like, was
1: looking <laughs> they're, around for loyal Duke customers are dookies oh, in here
3: is yeah. that what yeah. RJ so we call our our listeners to the show Master Peeps. Uh, this Yeah, is, do you call your uh, all the all the people that shop here dookies uh-huh. <laughs> oh i don't think he's on
2: board with that because okay. the slogan would be i don't know this place is awesome but would you ever consider that's what Come they call take a dookie in McKinney and like but that's probably not no. for the be- said, no. I don't think Ryan is on board no, with that. No, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. That's right. Okay, I guess not. So that
2: sign was put on there to avoid that exact. Yeah. If you're wondering yep. where it's you're at. You
1: we're off of 75 in McKinney. There is like literally you can see from the highway you can see the McDonald's. So if you can see the exit is what What's the uh, exit? Forty
3: A is what I took. going Forty down 75. A is the
1: exit, but like if you're like, where is this shop? It, it's a little bit four
3: hundred North Central Expressway. Yeah.
1: but really close off of the the seventy five McDonald. Do you look a, a map
3: of like your right house, here. Mike, with all the McDonalds? My, my map told me turn right after the CCs. So yeah, yes. Kevin, like that's they they yes. know me good enough now to know hey landmarks are important.
2: Yeah. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 1053 The Fan. We're going to have to switch things up Uh just a little bit. Coming up next, who do you got in tonight's huge Monday Night Football game? Plus, we will talk with our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola, next right here on 1053 The Fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone
1: 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. You are a fighter. Medela
3: is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
2: KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan right now. Brought to you by Ford And your North Texas Ford dealers. Ford is the best in Texas. It is our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir.
4: Good morning, fellas. How's it going? It's good. Cowboys it's won. good.
2: Yes, the Cowboys did win. Cowboys won because. And I swear I want to talk about that, but when did you find out that they're just going to also make another bombshell announcement, and how does it go from there?
4: Uh, I think when I went down on the sideline during warm-ups before the game, and I saw Jimmy and Jerry there, and there was a lady, I think I found out she was like one of the producers for Fox, And they were going through this real intense uh discussion on the sideline and i said ah something's up and then i found out something was up so uh yeah it was it was uh and it was funny because when i was walking out onto the field i went past where the kind of rope is and the fans are there and some guy stopped me and we started talking and (laughs) the last thing he asked me was Well, when's Jimmy Jerry going to put Jimmy in the Ring of Honor? And I said it's going to happen. Just be patient; it will eventually happen. And it happened like a half hour later.
2: Did you want to tell him in that moment where you're like, "Hey, give it like an hour"? No, no, I didn't know. No, I
4: I I ran into him before I figured out what was going on.
3: Yeah, I I I I mean, it was all
4: orchestrated. This has been going on for.
2: What? Two are weeks. you telling me Mickey Spagnola this didn't all spontaneously happen yesterday? Ah, uh, no. How dare you, sir. I hate to
4: g- hate to bust your bubble. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that that is a shame. But now the curse is broken and the Cowboys will win the Super Bowl, right?
4: Oh, I I heard you guys talking. I I don't think I ever looked at it that way.
2: I don't either, but I'll tell you there are tens of thousands of Cowboys fans who believe we've been stuck in the Cursive jimmy johnson era and that's why they cannot make it back to the nfc championship game or further
4: because he wasn't in the ring of honor because that's Jerry correct let him that go. is correct oh okay so that 95 I'm, super bowl didn't count then huh
2: no because that was still jimmy's team oh You've okay heard that yeah, I got that. so here's how it works mickey that was still jimmy's team <laughs> that team could have won Ex- without a coach, exactly right, 500, we're always told. 500 yeah. people yeah. and so now past that then the curse took effect. It took like a couple <laughs> years. Then it took effect, and now that he's not in the ring of honor, that's why this has happened. So Super Bowl this year, I'm feeling it.
4: You know, the the funny story was um, I was standing there watching him talk, and this was before they made any announcement, and Jimmy saw me, and he kind of raised his hand to say hi, and then he walked over, and, uh, and he goes, uh, I feel like we need to do a radio show again. And I was like, what's he talking about? And then I remembered when he started doing his radio show, uh, 89, 90, um, he did it um, at, the, at the ranch. And the hookup that I had that I was doing at the time, and this was before talk radio, right, uh, I was giving them updates uh, on KRLD, and that's who had the Cowboys... Um, the radio the, the flagship station at that time Damn, and right. he and i had a little hookup to the station and that's where he did his coaches show his radio show and the it, the, it was like sitting in a little closet right and we would sit out there me and rich Pabenko, who was the producer and i would sit there and kind of monitor everything and uh, Rich would bring a cooler of Heinekens for him while he was doing the show, right? Heineken, Heck hey. yeah. And uh, and so uh, the the funny thing that happened was so after all the you know press conferences were over and they were going up to the, the suite level, which was the press box level. Um, they got in, and we were going to have to wait to go up, right? And I saw the guy in the in, in the elevator motioning, like, hey, come in, come in. And I thought he was motioning me in, but it was somebody behind me, right? <laughs> but I walked right in, right? I, I, so I'm in the elevator, and then Jimmy goes, hey, he goes, I just want you to know this guy helped me do my radio show because when I when I did it in Miami, when I was at the University of Miami, that I did it on location. He said, but when I got here and we weren't playing very well, I said, nah, I better not go out in public. (laughs) He said, so we sat in a closet and did a radio show for a couple of years together.
3: I just got a a tweet, Kevin, that I think is kind of interesting. And it says, since the Cowboys used Tom Landry's hat as the the logo to go in, should it be Jimmy Johnson's hair? Uh, that I goes in that. for that goes up there. What do you think?
4: <laughs> <Mickey>? <laughs> Maybe they'll just put how about them cowboys up there by his name. <laughs>
3: Oh
2: yeah, that's a good slogan. That's, that's a good idea.
3: Or just, just two-inch headlines or three-inch yeah. headlines.
2: Put yeah, three-inch headlines. <laughs> yeah, There you that, go. That was the best. Well, hey, if you if Jimmy really wants to do a radio show, you can just remind him. Tell him, we'll him that we sh- got
4: a spot for him anytime yeah, he shows for up.
2: Sure. I'm, yeah. I mean, if he's got the time, mm-hmm. we would be glad to take him. You can remind him Wednesday is our big thon. charity yep. marathon show. Oh, If he really okay. wants to make an impact, that would be phenomenal.
4: You know, and, and th- this whole thing needed a lot of coordination, right? Because they wanted to do it on Fox, and they wanted to do on their pregame show. And I, I think this was the first time in several weeks that the Cowboys were at, on a noon game, right? Or the first time all year? Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. they really had, if they were going to coordinate it, they really had to do it that way. Uh, and so that that's kind of why it took place uh, this day. And, and it kind of trumped the game, right, obviously? Oh, um, for sure. But, you know, what the, the, the thing that uh, occurred to me when I, mean, I saw him up there at the press conference, On uh, it was a little podium deal, uh, it, it reminded me of the old days when they were on the podium after a Super Bowl celebrating a victory, right? And I was sitting yeah. there watching them, and I'm going, Okay, this is for 30 years later, right? And um, both of them very happy that this, you know, took place. And it's like they made nice, and, and, it, and it was really good to see. But yeah, it brought back old memories of them on, on a podium together with the uh, minus the Super Bowl trophy, right?
2: Well, for now, we I feel like we pretty well. Oh, that's right. I, for I forgot. Yeah,
4: yeah. we well, better start making I, our plans. Think right? about it.
2: The curse of J.D. with the Rangers, as somebody texted in, mm. once he got let go, what <laughs> happened? They won the World Series.
3: So yeah, we, that's uh, pretty indisputable logic right there. All right? right. And now it opens the door to get Barry Switzer in the Oh, my on, gosh. Right?
2: That's we a, got point. a We now, got
4: a ways to go.
2: In ter- okay. Well, let's talk about that then. In terms of the game itself. Right. Offensive line, they throw out the stat. No sacks given up in the last two games. But specifically yesterday, it felt like a much better day for them, as opposed to even a week before.
4: Well, except for the fact that, you know, they didn't do a really good job of picking up the blitz. And the Panthers basically decided that they uh, were going to play somewhat soft coverage and blitz and, and, and cause tr- uh, Troy— cause uh, Dak to get the ball out of his hands. Yeah, you really are back. Yeah, really, I'm going (laughs) back a long ways, right? And get the ball out of his hands, right? And for the most part, it was working until, you know, they broke it up there in the third quarter. Uh, So they had a good game plan. um, And and credit the Cowboys for, you know, kind of being patient uh, and just kind of keep working it and working it uh, and finally doing what they should have done, right? That's two games in a row. Uh, And as I told you guys, they needed to win four in a row going into that uh, Philadelphia rematch. And now they're halfway to that. And now let's see if they can take care of uh, uh, Washington. Did they really turn the ball over that many times?
2: Yes, they did.
4: It was like, so they sacked Tommy DeVito nine nine times? Five of those were in the first quarter. No way. Yes,
2: yes.
3: He was still able to throw three touchdowns.
2: That game is crazy. Like I know nobody cares because neither one of those teams are like super good. Right. That game was crazy.
4: But they turned the ball over like five or six times. Six times. Six. Six times. Holy cow. So now everybody probably thinks they're worse than the Giants, right?
2: Well, look, here's the thing. The Cowboys are already favored in that game by eleven points. That will make eleven. Eleven. That will make three straight games in which they've been double digit favorites. I can't imagine that's happened often. <laughs> well, and Mike's been talking about <laughs> this that is the for, weirdest year yeah. for
1: Cowboys history. Like the NFL's not supposed to be like college football where, oh, you're better than this team. So you just beat them by 20 every yeah. time, except for obviously the one major upset. Yep. And then the games that you weren't favored in, you've had two games you weren't favored in. And one of them you got blown out in another one. You were losing for quite a bit of the second half. And then you had this chance to make an awesome comeback. And then we had 17 penalties in three seconds to kind of stop that one. But it's just been, Mickey, a weird year where I just cannot remember so many lopsided Cowboy games. Well,
4: and you shouldn't from a victory standpoint because they've won six games by 20 or more points, which is second most uh, in franchise history in a single season. Seven is the most.
2: Yeah, and that's crazy. (laughs) There's only one more. So I guess my question is... And it was
4: 1968, by the way.
2: Oh, is that... Dandy Don, uh, yes,
4: yeah, had to be. Would have been his last season as the starter. Yeah.
2: It, okay, so, I, I, and I don't mean this is a sarcastic question. I'm seriously asking, as it feels like we're trying to still get kind of a handle on this team. Does that mean anything or not?
4: That they've beaten pe- people so badly? Y- yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? If you look at the, the the six wins like that, they should have done that, right? Sure, agreed. I, I think that that's what you expected, maybe not each one by 20 because normally you know at this point of the season like that Sunday Thursday double, uh, you just want to win the game somehow some way and get out healthy and maybe that was the biggest point in that game is no injuries it, it looked like they didn't sustain anything they're healthy uh, and they got to rest some people in the fourth quarter so You're not grinding, grinding, grinding. Because I remember when Jimmy had to go through that, his philosophy going through the Sunday Thanksgiving Day game next was to do all you could to win that Sunday game and then hope your talent and just hang on for dear life to win on Thanksgiving. Uh, Because of the short week, really you're not practicing. Um, and, uh, And, you know, for the most part, uh, that worked except for the 93 season when they lost two in a row, uh, and, and they were sitting there at 7-4 and four with five games to go, and Jimmy read the team the riot act. I mean, he just was on them for those next five games to win so they can win the division title and have home field adva- a chance for home field advantage in the playoffs. I mean, he grinded that team. Uh, Daryl Johnson once told me, he goes, I don't know if he could have coached us any harder the next year uh, because of how hard they went through for that five-game winning streak. But they won it, but it took the final game in overtime, Eddie Murray kicking the field goal uh, to win the game, and they clinched not only the NFC East uh, but home-field advantage because had they not won that game, the Giants would have won the NFC East that year.
3: It was kind of a conversation I had with Nate the other night. Kevin was uh, was like, man, he, he said if we'd have lost a game like Carolina before Thanksgiving – I would have feared for my life. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, like heading forward to the Thanksgiving game, he was like, "That's three days of practice you don't want to be at for sure." I <laughs> well, and then they and that.
4: then that night that year they lost to Miami in, in the sleet game, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yep. nobody will ever remember that game <laughs> until the end of time, though. Did anything interesting happen in that game?
4: Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had to drive in the ruts in the road to get to the stadium that day.
2: You're a Midwestern person. You should have known how to do that. And I did, except okay. they didn't know how to get
4: the sleet off the field. And, and they Fair had a, enough, Mick. They had that tarp That's down, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and they had nothing to get the, the sleet off the tarp, so they basically ripped the tarp up piece by piece to get the sleet off the field. That's why we built the dome. Uh, all right, thank you very much. Good,
2: sir. We'll catch up with you again tomorrow.
4: Sounds good. See ya.
2: There you go, Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. Coming up next, we're going to have an interesting little segment here, Mike, because it's time for baseball nuggets, but also, if you want, time for fun with thousands of dollars worth of cards if you want to open some stuff up, because R.J. Dukes is going to be giving it away. Let's do both at the same time, and here's my tease. The
1: Rangers are waiting on this Japanese player
2: Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. We are live at RJ Duke's in McKinney. And my goodness, it has been packed. It has been popping all day long. 400 North Central Expressway. And I could see why it's popping. $20 off every purchase over $150. $75 off every purchase over $500. And I'm going to make your day even better. Tell maybe, me. Maybe not you, Mike. You might not be eligible to win. Oh. But you show up today. Yeah. Show here. the staff in person I'm with here. your smart device that you follow RJ Dukes on. I just did it. TikTok, Instagram, TikTok. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, any of those. You'll be entered to win all of the stuff we're going to open today for free. We're opening $1,200 worth of stuff. And they're like, you know what? We'll just give it to you. I just followed uh, RJ Duke Sports on uh,
1: Twitter. I know that I am not eligible, but I am going to open up. There is uh, a baseball.
2: That uh, tier tier one one one, box Which is is
1: huge that I'm going to open up here during this segment. But I want to get started in baseball nuggets. Thanks to the Diamond Factory for sponsoring baseball nuggets. I wanted to start off with free agency has started. Philadelphia has pretty much opened up real free agency. Okay. Because, you know, there could be some smaller deals that have been done. And, in fact, you know what? I was thinking about this real quick. The bullpen isn't going to be fun to follow for the Rangers because, you know what? They're going to sign people we don't know. I'm going to be honest. I had no clue who Chris Stratton was when they traded for Chris Stratton. Like I knew who Jordan Hicks was because he was a phenom who threw the ball 105 miles an hour with St. Louis. So I was like, hey, I know who this is. He could be really good. He's a free agent. Maybe the Rangers sign him, and you know him as a baseball fan because of how big his status was coming up in the minor leagues. But a lot of the bullpen stuff that the Rangers are going to do, we're really not going to know those guys' names. Whether it was uh, Detmer or Sam Dyson or Mike Adams, nothing against those guys. It's rare that we really know who bullpen pieces are around baseball, unless they're the closers, right? We know the closers because they have a major category – saves that if you're doing fantasy baseball okay hey I know him he had 25 saves last year 38 saves but those setup guys and those middle guys that could really help out the Rangers this offseason we're not going to know them
3: hey I mean you're you're pretty happy that you know Leclerc and Spores are going to be back, right? For sure. But then, I mean, just think about this: John Gray was a contributor in the bullpen in the wor- in the World Series. Andrew the Heaney was. Yeah. yeah. So, like, They're they back. you're right, and but and right, maybe so. hopefully they don't have to deal with that. Hopefully right. they can have guys that have those places. But they were able to figure those things out. Well, and can you imagine if I <laughs> went back to the last off and
2: I was like, here's how it's going to go down down the stretch. Your key pitching contributors are going to be Spores, Leclerc, Ivaldi, and Jordan Montgomery. You would have been like, Okay. Oh, no, what happened? Yeah. And I'm going to be like, Also, you traded for Max Scherzer. And yeah. you're like, What
1: happened? Yeah,
3: exactly. You won
1: the World Series. Okay, so. Free agency started pretty much last night, this morning, with the announcement of Aaron Nola, very good starting pitcher for the Philadelphia Phillies, 29 years old. He'll be 30 next year. He signed a seven-year, $172 million contract. Now,
2: good? it says I mean, for him. in this
1: article, I'm not going to talk about Shohei Otani here, okay, because I get, like, that's the number one guy, but let's not talk about this. Here's the article. It says, big dominoes need to fall with Otani and others atop market. Now, here's the one guy that I think the Rangers are really in on that we just mentioned for a second last week, and that is Yamamoto, the starting pitcher from Japan, who is 26, I think, or he might be 25. 25.
2: Yeah. Does this feel like a turn? Because I feel like a lot of teams are interested. I don't feel like I heard the Rangers in this for a while. We'd never heard about the Rangers having
1: interest in August or September or October. Obviously, they were doing something in October. The Rangers were that a lot of other teams weren't. And that's winning in the playoffs. But here's a little paragraph from the article on MLB.com. Even with NOLA agreeing to a new deal to stay in Philadelphia, free agent pitchers such as Sonny Gray... Jordan Montgomery, and even National League Cy Young winner Blake Snell could bide their time waiting for Yamamoto to set this winner's pitching market with a deal expected by many to blow past the $200 million mark. So if you do want Yamamoto, if you're a big Ranger fan and you want Yamamoto or somehow you're a fan of another team and you want this young phenom who's supposedly – I feel like this always happens, Kevin and Corey – I feel like whatever pitcher comes out of Japan, he's the next greatest pitcher out of Japan, yeah. and he's better than I still, all of them.
2: I still kind of thought Hideki Arabu was going to take right. over the world. And obviously mm-hmm.
1: the first guy to come over was Hideo Nomo. Yeah. That I can remember that was special, and he, made, he was rookie of the year in 94, made the all-star team, and he had a nice career. But after that kind of rookie of the year, everybody kind of started figuring him out where he wasn't special. He was just a solid starting pitcher. But Yamamoto's supposed to be better. I, I don't know, but he's supposed to be better than Yu Darvish. So it, I think Ranger fans obviously know Hugh Darvish. Well, we got to see the first six years of his career. Yeah. He's supposed to be a better pitcher than Hugh Darvish. Wow. So that's this impressive. Is, and and he's, he's a guy that looks like he should wow. have 10 more years of pitching at a high level. Uh, so the American, I say the American pitchers, the Major League Baseball pitchers, yes, they are American, they uh, look like they're going to wait for Yamamoto to kind of set this market and not Aaron Nola setting the market at least that's what that says so it'll be interesting to see how aggressive the Rangers are on this and obviously as a big fan of baseball and Rangers I want this to get going I would love this is Thanksgiving weekend Aaron Nola just signed I'd love for another Dude, big name to be signed there's
3: so much fun whenever you start sitting down and making your roster and oh, yeah. your lineup and your pitching rotation and you start to see that you have a chance to get these guys so because yeah in a way if we don't
1: get Jordan Montgomery back the Rangers don't get Jordan Montgomery back I'm like we have to replace him I, mm-hmm. I don't feel like we're just good enough depth wise to be like oh we lost Jordan Montgomery we'll be just fine
2: but y'all would fist pump and count it as a big deal right if you found out Montgomery's coming back kind of five or six years. Oh, an unbelievable deal. Okay, good. You
1: get one of, you know, you'd have to start going through. Obviously, Blake Snell just won the Cy Young. You'd have to go through, and I would have a tough time finding nine other, or I'd say 10 other, better left handed starting pitchers than Jordan Montgomery. Framber Valdez comes to mind. There's other people, probably not off the top of my head, that that would come to mind. But I mean, Jordan Montgomery to me, what he just did, how consistent he was uh, in the playoffs and in the regular season, he has to be one of the ten best left-handed starting pitchers in the game. Today. I
3: still feel Mike though that, and I, we kind of talked about this a little bit last week, Kevin. I feel like the Rangers winning, the Rangers also spinning the way they did. It's going to be a lot of players trying to use the Rangers as leverage with the teams they're with. Okay. to try and get these kind of Aaron Nola deals out of the way and done with so that they can be like oh that's what I'm afraid of yeah. and I'm just used to that from the past.
1: Now we are going to open up one of uh a box right now. This Two is top boxes tier right one. Now. now, who would you guys like to see? Would you rather see like a Corey Seager yes. one of one or like Shohei Otani one uh, of one here? Okay, I
2: feel bad. I love the Rangers, but I'm obviously going to pick the Shohei. I feel Shohei like though we
1: have a, by the way there is we're at RJ Dukes here in McKinney. There's 15 to 20 people in here right now. This is amazing. A lot of kids obviously offer Thanksgiving break. So here it is, kids. I'll let you guys see it first, if if you can see the top of it. Here comes Tier 1 open. It's a pack, a foil pack here. So it just shows I haven't opened up Tier (laughs) 1 in a while. There's
2: There's descriptions of it right in front of you if you need it, Mike. Okay. Well,
1: the description is it's baseball cards. Yeah, in your face,
3: Kevin. Okay. You didn't even know. Fair point. You didn't even know. So <laughs> I did know I'm going to go with the, the <laughs> last
1: didn't. one first. This is a legend. <laughs> okay. This is a Bernie Williams card right here. And that's a back uh, card numbered uh, to 199. Ranger Very cool, Bernie Williams. Burn, Bernie oh, Williams yeah. card. Here I an,
2: hated him in the late nineties. Good God. Here's he an, really an autograph. Good, good guy really clutch. too.
1: Can play the guitar. Oh yeah, I have nothing against him personally. Just on the two. field,
2: I despised him.
1: We have a autograph card of Hermann, or if you'd like to pronounce it really American German, but I'm uh, it might be German. What what
2: what is that look on your face, Corey? Just
1: wait. Oh, okay. oh I haven't seen this. Oh my gosh, um, this is going to be a four-figure card here. As I'm reading what? the back, this is an autographed Derek Jeter card. Number, oh. number. If you can hear everybody in the background, <laughs> they're all like 6 to 30. Shut Very up. Cool. It's numbered at a 30? <laughs> 6 to 30. Certified autographed relic card. This is going to be given away. You just have to follow. This
2: our, isn't a backyard breakers you, kind you of thing to where follow we're like, oh, yeah. you,
1: can't get, you have a chance to get this card right Oh, Sorry here. about that. Never this mind. is yeah. Derek Jeter. It says, congratulations. You've just received a top certified autographed relic card. Holy of wow. Of tier oh. one. This is pretty amazing here. The letters get a lot smaller. But this is a jersey <laughs> card autographed by Derek Jeter out of Topps Tier 1. So, Bernie Williams, some dude named Hermann or German.
3: Because Corey looked socks. at me for that one. I was like, oh, yeah, man, saw, you saw, you saw what, what do I need to know? <laughs> no, so, I, had, I had just seen the, the name oh, okay. on the back of that hey, one. just like, a reminder. This is, this
1: is easily a $1,000 okay. card, and I might be low on that So, number. just a reminder.
2: Wow. Run, don't walk to RJ Duke Sports Cards in McKinney today. If you show them that you follow them on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, they will be giving this away on Friday, and I don't mean, oh, you got to spend. No, they're giving these things away. So wow. follow them on social That's media, massive. get involved, I'm hot. come up to
3: the There's shop no. today. He's the you opener. you to
1: pull. Would you rather have an autographed Luke Skywalker card or an autographed Darth Vader card? <sighs>
3: Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader. He's does the that, most... that be Mark
1: Hamill.
2: Well, he's the most significant. Does he, villain Does he autograph in it, Mark Hamill, or Luke no, Skywalker? No, he autographs it, Mark Hamill.
1: I think That's you should autograph the, it, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. So, That's who he is in the movie? And
3: Darth Vader should autograph. Yeah, Darth Vader.
1: Father.
2: Okay, but there's like three different people who did Darth Vader. It's like James no, Earl yeah. Jones, David Prowse. There's another oh, person. Wow, you know a lot. Okay, <laughs> look, I like Star Wars. All right, so we're doing the Star Wars Top's Chrome Black Emboss. There's an autograph in there. I don't know if you want to look ahead because you got the magic touch. I don't know what I'm going to pull that's going to match though to what Mike was just doing. So it could be a it could be a failure. I mean, me. I
1: got the Michael Young of the Yankees, right, Corey?
3: Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, he was just a guy on any other team. Oh you know my gosh, what I mean? with that like is 3,700
1: hits. Or yeah.
2: Whatever. All right, we got a Logray Ewoks card number to 125. Oh,
1: he's my favorite player. You. <laughs>
2: I almost had a cut <laughs> on there. <air. laughs> <laughs> there are lots of kids uh-huh. here too. An R2D two parallel oh, number two ninety nine. That is really cool. And then bass card all, oh, one of the singers from the Cantina band. I love it. I love it. I love it. And all here right.
1: comes the big dog, all right. right?
2: And this is the encased is, autograph. I'm card. going autograph Darth Vader. Okay, well, I would've let you know by now.
3: Palpatine.
1: Oh, uh, that would be scary to get
3: Rick Ollie
2: from Ollie's bargain What's the name of that shop again? You know that
3: What? One. The b- little pawn shop that he gets the stuff for? No, no,
2: no, no, no. I it's this is not really where Are he's from. about
3: Star Wars? No.
2: Okay. It's Rick Ollie autographed in case right there. But my question was well, I was trying to make a relation to ollie's bargain the like actual shop that exists in the real world nobody knows this place only oh shop my I know god is rj
3: duke sports okay that's it that's the well, only shop i ever hey, go to you know my what? box
2: was better than yours <laughs> okay. that is fair but all of these cards are going to be given away awesome. on friday follow rj dukes on social media and i know you're like oh man what else are you going to be open we got six more boxes We might. I don't know if this is going to be the apex of what we're doing, but we have six more things to open up today.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network,
2: from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.